0: Hello and welcome to tonight's edition of Students for a Better Future Radio. I'm your host, Doreen LaGuardia with Cisco Acosta, and we are live. once again, hello, everybody. Welcome to tonight's show edition of Students for a Better Future Radio, Enumeration of Rights, the Ninth Amendment. Um, We have a couple of guests joining us this evening. But first, before I mention that, um, I want to go and and tell you to support the nonprofit, studentsforbetterfuture.com. It's a 501c3 who brings shows like this and makes it possible to you. And you can check out the website to see what's doing for the college students
1: and what kind
0: of um, internships we have available. And so much has happened in the past week or so um, between um, the, the a ju- a judge in California who has actually blocked President Trump's um, order to, to uh, defund sanctuary cities and sanctuary states and anything from uranium one, and um we have a couple of guests joining us tonight. one is Judge Reed Chambers um he will be joining us just a minute and, and we have a few others also be joining us in in a little bit as well uh but I do want to go to the judge first um, we were going we were talking about prior to the show the uh how the judge in California had actually blocked President Trump's order to the order said to defund sanctuary cities and sanctuary states. So Judge Reed, welcome to the show.
1: Well thank you very much. Yeah, um uh, I did a little bit of reading on that. Um Cisco, are you on the show? Judges ruling in California. I'm
2: on the phone.
0: Excellent. Okay, I, I phone. lost your call for me. Okay. Go, I'm, go on, ahead, I'm, I'm
1: here Okay. Make a long story short. And, and I know uh, I
0: know Cisco. You. This is your topic too. So, go ahead.
1: <laughs> well, I'll, I'm going to defer to him that this is his topic. Let Let's hear you say. It. What do you, What you got in mind?
0: <laughs> he talks about immigration all the time, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm I'm
2: I'm very big, but no. But Judge, go ahead.
1: Okay. Go well, ahead. Uh, Judge Oreck, uh in California uh, made permanent an injunction barring the enforcement of President Trump's executive order to defund the sanctuary cities in California, and there's counties and cities as well as the entire state that uh, is being uh, in insurrection against the United States by defying the immigration law. So Trump retaliated by issuing an executive order and uh, ordering... Um, defunding of federal funds from the sanctuary cities. This is a complex issue. Right off the bat, I want to say that. I think the president was morally right, but used the wrong method. Uh, he issued an executive order on an issue that I think is much better resolved than the courts. The Trump administration should have filed lawsuits against the sanctuary cities and got court orders rather than try to fill the bridge with um, executive orders, because the judge ruled that the president, by executive order, cannot stop an appropriation already made by public law by Congress. And I can understand that argument. But likewise, I very much understand that the public officials in the state, counties, and cities that are sanctuary locations, in order to um, take their public officials' uh, positions, They've taken an oath to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. And that oath is um, runs in favor of the United States. So when a state or local official, um, under color of law, uses their public position to defy a federal law, I think that uh, they should have gone to the grand juries and gotten all those state and local officials indicted for federal perjury. They could have got five years in prison for each count. And they would have had thousands of people to round up with by federal marshals with those warrants. So uh, I think that Trump was morally right in the position he took. He's ill-advised to try and do everything by executive order. That's what Obama was trying to do, rule outside of Congress. Um, they need to uh, so rescind the appropriations. Activism. Yeah, well... On the narrow issue that a president cannot interfere with a public law that's already passed by Congress, and I'm a strict constructionist, I say, you know, that judge is right on that issue. But since the overall overarching issue is sanctuary cities, um, you have to come into court with clean hands. And I think the state and local governments did not have clean hands when they filed the lawsuit because they were open insurrection against the Constitution of the United States. Hello, what do you
2: think? Well, Judge, uh, I, I just think that President Trump has had enough of all these ju- uh, judges all across the nation that have been going ahead and going against what he is entitled to do as President of the United States. And I believe, even though I'm not in agree. And agreeable when it comes to executive orders I think he's he's gone to a point where he's just frustrated That he cannot depend on on Congress To do anything Because they're basically four sanctuary cities
1: But you know, John Dume Was a California resident And um, he was one of the lesser known candidates For president of the United States In the 2016 uh, Mm -hmm. elections And uh, he's the one that filed the lawsuits in California to have uh, uh, Barack Obama uh, knocked off the ballot as not being a natural-born citizen. And at the trial level and at the Court of Appeals level and even at the United States Supreme Court level, the only thing the courts did in succession from the trial court to the U.S. Supreme Court was simply dismiss the lawsuit without comment, without hearing. So it appeared to me that the courts were abdicating their um, rightful position to adjudicate these disputes. They ducked and ran. In fact, John Dume read my postings on Facebook and called me, I don't know how many times, several times, asked me to be his vice presidential running mate. And um, I think that the the judges had a duty to address those petitions and obviously, uh, there's enough evidence that Barack Obama was not a natural-born citizen. Article right. 2 of the U.S. Constitution has a, one sentence that is right on point, which says that if the president-elect shall die, become disabled, or not qualify, then the vice president-elect shall take the term of the president-elect. And that is the U.S. Constitution. And the vice president shall take the term of the president-elect, the word shall is mandatory. There's no wiggle room, and every judge that's taken an oath to support and defend the Constitution in order to assume the bench should be bound by that Constitution, and has a judicial duty not to look the other way.
2: Right, but these judges, these judges have uh, they're 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 in, they're in there for 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 life. That's a problem. Like the, like the judge in Hawaii who keeps yeah. basically going against President Trump when it comes to the banning of of, well, I I shouldn't even call it banning because it's not a banning of of all Muslims. It's just certain countries within the Muslim community uh, are being banned. Um, So I'm with the president in the frustration that he he must be going through. He can't rely on Congress. He can't rely he cannot rely on state lawmakers in California and different parts of the liberal, liberal world to do anything right because they're benefiting from sanctuary uh, federal money that goes towards the sanctuary cities and states. So I think even though I'm not in favor of the (coughs) executive voters, I think he did the right thing.
1: Oh, yeah. There's no question the president's frustrated and his moral authority on this issue is totally correct. (coughs) (coughs) Pardon me. Um, It's a problem that federal judges are in for life. Uh, Congress should uh, address that issue. I think that judges should have a term of office, and perhaps um, twelve years for a trial court judge, and sixteen years for an appeals court judge, and twenty years for a supreme court judge. And that uh, everybody right. at the appeals and supreme court judges, well, everybody should be appointed prior to age fifty.
2: Yeah, that's that's. I, I, I'm with that. I, yeah. I agree totally with that.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah better to have a term of years, even if it's a long term, 20 years, for instance, than have unlimited uh, power for life because, let's face it, with dementia and everything else, um, you could end up with a situation where a judge sits on the bench, but all the real decisioning is done by his clerk.
0: That's true. Yeah. Um, So,
1: yeah, the the decision uh, in California was um, correct that a president act on his own authority cannot stop an appropriation. I think under the, was it the Nixon administration? President Nixon was, I think he called it impounding federal appropriations made by Congress, and then he just refused to spend the money. I'd have to review the decisioning in those cases. I know that it did go to court. Not sure whether the president won or lost. If the president had won in those impounding uh, lawsuits, well, then Judge in California is totally off base because, in effect, that's exactly what Trump is doing: is impounding federal funds that uh, were appropriated, as were the appropriations done under Nixon. Right.
0: But let let me ask you this: Is it legal to make a for for the governor? To declare California a sanctuary state
1: The governor Signed a law passed by the legislature Is it legal For him to do so Doesn't make any difference To me his signature On an unconstitutional law Is void and moot on its face The law purports To um, contravene The constitution of the United States At the risk of being Professorial The Supremacy Clause, the U.S. Constitution, says that this Constitution, the laws enacted by the Congress and the treaties entered into by the United States, are the supreme law of the land, the provisions of the state Constitution to the contrary notwithstanding. So when a state passes an unconstitutional law, it never was a law. It's moot and void on its face and never had an effect. And I think that's what happened when the legislature in California – decided that they were going to throw open the welcome mat to uh, illegals. Mm-hmm. I even think that when an illegal alien commits a felony, such as murder or rape or robbery or whatever, sanctuary city officials should also be indicted for that crime as accessories. Yes. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Abating, Abating or um, so I Abat- said, said that to you. Remember with the case with the um with with the terrorist attack in New York City. Yes. The guy came in on a H B HB1 diversity visa.
2: Yeah, yes. but correct. Yes. Was
0: in in, in uh, De Blasio's sanctuary city.
2: Well, uh, well, it was it was, it, was it was it was chuck Schumer. It was it was Chuckie Schumer who actually initiated that whole process.
1: That's correct. He's the one that brought these guys in.
2: Yes. But Judge. Judge one of one of the, one of the things that okay. that uh I think can really do a lot of damage to to the uh the this whole build up of sanctuary cities and sanctuary states is basically pre uh President Trump to to really put a uh, eliminate that federal funding eventually uh, and have, or convince or get a majority or get enough individuals in Congress to really put an end to that because you, you would see right away these states forget about being a sanctuary city because the only reason they're a sanctuary city or sanctuary state is because of the federal funding. That's it.
1: Well, I think they have nefarious uh um, plans that the illegal aliens are going to be registered to vote and permanently vote uh, liberal. Democrat. You're right.
2: You're right. You're you're that you're right. I was looking more. I was looking for the monetary aspect of it.
1: Right, and the money is uh, right up there. I think it shares uh, first or second place. I don't know which. But they have lots of reasons to uh, be violators, and money is one of them, and power is the other.
2: Right. Go ahead, Doreenia.
0: So New Jersey's going to be Democrat forever.
1: No, no. <laughs> because no, no, The no, no, new no, governor coming
0: not in. Not going to be Democrat
1: forever. No, 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 no. I don't even <laughs> know if the Democrat <laughs> Party is going to exist in 16 years. It may reemerge <laughs> under a different name. It might merge with the Communist Party USA. I mean, yes. I have no but idea. You're right. <laughs>
0: uh, you, you're right. You're right. You're right, Uh, but, you know, that's the first thing Murphy said he's going to do when he comes in, in in January, is to make this a sanctuary. You know, Republicans used to be Whigs,
1: W-H-I-G, Whig, and uh, Abraham Lincoln was the first Republican president ever elected, and before his election, all the conservatives were called Whigs.
2: Uh, W-I-G-S? W-H-I-G. I-G-S,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, So, uh, anyhow, let's talk about this thing that you mentioned to me, the enumeration of rights
1: and the Ninth Amendment. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to ask everybody to put on their...
0: fascinating.
1: Yeah. Everybody put on your imaginations for a minute, because I'm going to talk to you about the Constitution of the United States and a very powerful provision that no one ever talks about. That provision is the Ninth Amendment to the Constitution of the United States. And it is vague. That means that it's subject only to the limitations placed on it by the attorneys. Let me read you what the words actually say. The enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. So the intent when adopting the Bill of Rights was to say that the Bill of Rights our rights given to the people, but because we did not include other rights, the fact that we overlooked them does not mean that you do not have them. So the unenumerated rights, and it's very telling to me that it says retained by the people. That means that we the people are the originator of the rights that we the people enjoy. So... Recently, I had a um, wannabe candidate for Congress from Texas call me and ask me a conundrum question. He has a Texas felony from ten years or so ago, uh, possession of marijuana, minor level. You know, he wasn't in it, you know distributing to others as his personal use, but any at all was a felony. So he's got a felony conviction. He can't run for the Texas legislature. But he can run for Congress because the qualifications for a member of Congress is to be 25 years of age and a citizen of the United States for a few years and um, elected by the people in the state, you know, which elects him, which means you only have to be a resident state on Election Day. This came to us again when Bobby Kennedy ran for the U.S. Senate from New York, and everybody knew he lived in Massachusetts. So the guy he was running against, Jacob Javits, the incumbent U.S. senator, Republican, filed a lawsuit that said that Bobby Kennedy is a Massachusetts citizen. He registered to vote at a Manhattan hotel address. He doesn't really live here, and Massachusetts can't have three senators. Well, at trial, the federal judge in New York ruled that you live or you intend to live, and he intended to live in that hotel. And registered to vote at that hotel because the Kennedy family kept that suite of the hotel, paid for year round. They always paid for that room. It was like a apartment rental. So the judge ruled in Kennedy versus Javits that you live where you intend to live. So
2: interesting. It's very isn't it. Yes, yeah, it
1: is. In reply to my friend down in Texas that wants to be in the U.S. Congress, he wants to strike down his felony conviction and ask me to put on my thinking cap. This is what I came up with. When a majority of the states and the commonwealths of the United States that have a delegate in the U.S. House of Representatives and also the United States, I think there's three commonwealths the federal is a jurisdiction. And the 50 states are 54 jurisdictions. Half of 54 is um, 20. What? 27 mm-hmm. or 28? Twenty-seven. 27. Right. Yeah, 27. Right. When 27 jurisdictions all agree that whatever conduct is, you know, the subject is lawful in their borders, in whole or in part. Now, in whole or in part, I mean California and uh, Colorado and Nevada all have recreational marijuana use laws. Right. Other states have more restrictive, like Virginia has a law that marijuana is only available if you have glaucoma. So Virginia allows use and possession of marijuana on a limited basis. You can do it in part. And in other states, no restrictions at all. Now, when states have gambling laws like state lotteries the Congress has told the states if you have any kind of gambling whatsoever you must allow an Indian casino in your state even if it's only a state lottery so they've opened the door for gambling in that state and they therefore cannot deny the Indian casinos to operate so I'm adopting the same theory whether marijuana is lawful on a recreational or medical use so it's lawful in part to use it uh, There are 34 states that allow possession, use of marijuana, in whole or in part, uh, within their borders. And that's way over the 27 number of jurisdictions. That is half of the whole United States. So if the Constitution tells a state that it cannot deny or disparage a right that's retained by the people... and they have criminal laws, and in more than half of the states and commonwealths and the United States itself has agreed that these people have these rights, well then perhaps the issue is right for adjudication to get a decision guaranteeing we the people a pathway to identify what is an unenumerated right that's constitutionally protected in the United States. This
0: is very interesting. So, Judge, can you tell us
1: elaborate
0: on what the difference is between a right and a privilege? Sure. A right the cannot seems be. seems to think that health care is a is a right.
1: Well, yes, that's what they're they're saying. Okay, and the um, pedophiles are saying that men have a right to have sex with little boys. But their assertion that it's a right does not make it a right unless a majority of the jurisdictions between the federal government, the commonwealths, and the 50 states agree with that assertion. So um, health care has always been a issue that we pay for personally or we buy insurance for, but it's still in the private sector. in our benevolence have created a welfare system where if you go to the hospital we will stabilize you to where you're not on death's door but release you once you're stabilized if you are indigent and don't have uh, means to provide pre-medical care. So it's a welfare issue. And the last thing I want to see is the federal government take on more financial responsibility for domestic issues. When I say domestic issues, such as health care or education, I honestly believe that these matters are best reserved on a state-by-state basis for the people of that state to determine what they want. The federal government should reserve its powers for interstate commerce and international affairs.
2: I, I totally agree with that, um, but I, I believe that the, the current set of politicians in Washington and the current government, um, excluding President Trump, are basically, they're so power-hungry and they just basically don't, I, I, can, I can guarantee that the majority of them do not understand or have never read the Constitution, and they don't really care. The Constitution is an obstacle to their goals. Of power.
1: That's why each chamber of Congress, the House and the Senate, in their floor rolls should require uh, an annual constitutional examination yes. of its members. And you get suspended from your voting privileges until you get a 75% passing mark.
2: But, but, Judge, majority of them don't even read the bills they're they're basically there to say yes or no they're told how to vote
1: yes they're strongly influenced by the special interest groups right. and by their constituencies you know and the constituency is not necessarily the voters that elect them
2: exactly
1: <laughs> exactly yeah. so that's a problem so one of the ways that we have to you know answer this problem is bills are too long no congressman can read a six hundred page bill and understand it. So perhaps legislation itself bill. should be limited to a number of pages.
0: But what did Nancy Pelosi say? Pass the bill, and, and then we'll read it to you find out. You can read it.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to vote on it to see what's in it. That's what she said. Which right. I, which yeah. I understand to be an act of fraud. If you read Black's Law Dictionary on the definition of what the word fraud means, one of its uh, several um, enumerations is to take unfair advantage of. That is fraud.
2: But they seem to they seem to be judged. they seem to be uh, they seem to think that they're above the law. I mean, look at look at the cases now with Al Franken, John yep. Conyers. These individuals, they believe that they they. They have the power. They they cannot be removed. They have they followed be... in
1: the steps of Teddy Kennedy, and yes. Teddy Kennedy believed every attractive and shapely female was a orgasm donor
0: to the rich and the famous. <laughs> yep,
1: yep. Okay. Uh-huh. So, that's a good, that's a good one, Judge
2: Chamber. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's a good. I, I I I may have to borrow that one from you.
1: You have my permission.
2: Yeah, Every a once good in a while one. I
1: coin a phrase, and I usually try <laughs> to be exactly on point.
2: Oh, that was good. You were, you were definitely on point on that one.
1: <laughs> the Congress has set up a $75 million slush fund to pay uh-huh. the sexual harassment claims uh, incurred by members of Congress. And Congressman Al Green of Texas... Yes. They paid out $480,000 to one woman alone on her complaint of sexual harassment or sexual assault. And the reason Congress set up a $75 million slush fund is so these guys don't have to pay it out of their own pocket. You and me paid that $480,000 to that woman. Right that was violated. Tax how, 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 how,
2: is there a way to, that that could be stopped? I mean, can can President Trump do something about that?
1: No. Well, presidents sign appropriations bills, and it's buried in there. But presidents don't have line-item vetoes like state governments go- governors do. So okay. he has to accept in whole or uh, reject in whole.
2: Okay, so he can't pick the two. What we can two. do,
1: and I'm going to talk, I know my state senators and representatives, you know. I'm a known quantity in Missouri. Uh, The Republicans nominated me to be their candidate for county executive of Jackson County, Missouri. That's like mayor of the county. I got over 50,000 votes in that race. And twice nominated me to be Missouri state senator from Jackson County. So I'm going to go talk to my state senator and state representative to enact legislation. So on state tax returns, we have a law that... If you're in Congress and you are, you avail yourself of the slush fund to pay off your sexual indiscretions, that is constructively received income to you personally, and you'll be taxed at the state level for it. And when I say taxed at the state level, I don't think we should pay ordinary income tax on that. I think we ought to be uh, require these politicians to pay three times the state tax rate on that kind of constructive income.
2: All right. So, that's, yeah. in your in your opinion, uh, that's the only way to to really go after them and punish them.
1: Yeah. Well.
2: Okay.
1: In effect, the whole Congresses have become accessories after the fact by being the uh, the purse holder to pay out the claims. Yeah. Our sunny boy got caught with his pants down in the back seat. How much do you want? Is ten thousand enough? What do you mean, not enough? How about a hundred? Oh, okay, all right. Four hundred eighty thousand. I understand. Go and send some more.
0: Oh boy! <laughs> yeah. The good old so girl, these members
1: boy. of Congress who grew up in the shadow of the Kennedys have learned misbehavior in the sexual revolution. So you pick up. Cosmopolitan Women's Magazine for how many decades, and every cover story is how to get the bigger and better orgasm. What to do that he <laughs> loves the best. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Ever since the sexual revolution occurred, people have been having intercourse. Oh my God. And guess what? Now in the late moment, we want to go re- uh, put on the garb the of being Puritans again and start handing out scarlet letters. And it's all because Trump is somebody they can't control. Even Hillary was outraged that um, Trump had said in that locker room talk that, grab him by the pussy. Okay? That raised my eyebrows a bunch because I think that Hillary, being a lesbian, has been grabbing women for decades. And I don't know who's had more women, Bill or Hillary Clinton.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so the uh, ABC gal that was the talking head, what was it, her name? Is
0: this House of Cards? This is House of Cards. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So oh, the people that are outraged that, you know, 12 or 16 years ago Trump was recorded in uh on an open mic situation and announce that they're going to vote for Hillary. Well, okay.
0: Uh,
1: Yoko Ono has publicly said that she had an affair with Hillary Clinton. So we have somebody yep, that doesn't right. honor her marital vows, and she is a womanizer. Right. Now, Judge. I'm gonna to have to buy uh, a lot of Scarlet Letters, aren't I?
2: <laughs> what what is there is there any possibility that Conyers and Al Green and um Franken can, can they be kicked out the way the Democrats have been saying in uh, McConnell and uh Ryan. Yeah, have they to w- they wanna get
1: rid of more.
2: More, judge can or they or more? actually do, can, can, yes. under the Constitution of the United yes. States, can Each they actually House do that? is the
1: sole judge of its members, and with two-thirds oh. vote, a House or the Senate can expel a member. Okay. It hasn't happened in a long time, though. Last time we did it, I think, was uh, in the 60s. I think there was a Harlem black Democrat that got expelled from the U.S. House.
0: How about Adam the... Clayton, um, now, if I
1: remember his name? So so why don't we do it? Well, first of all, getting two-thirds of the people to agree to anything is impossible, practically. Remember, we had Clinton impeached. It took two-thirds to expel him on the impeachment vote in the U.S. Senate. you got a simple majority, but not two-thirds.
0: Look at all the photographs
1: and uh, videos we have of Vice President Joe Biden grabbing little girls and... Pinching their chest and
2: hugging them. I know he's he's a creepy old man, but uh, um, yeah. in regards to <laughs> in regards a to felon. yeah yeah he's a, pe- pe- a pedophile. But I think one of the things that really um, not shocking, and I wasn't surprised that when Conyers came out and said, "Well, if I'm going to go down, I'm going to bring everyone up." As many people down. I'm in
1: favor of that. You know, oh, I'm in favor of that, but I don't think. I have I'd, smiles on my face.
2: Oh, yeah, but I don't think he'll do that.
1: Uh, and, you know, if, if I was going to run for Congress, they ask me about my history, and I'll look them right in the eye and say, I'm sorry, you're fishing up the wrong tree. I'm still in the original rapper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh
2: man Exactly <laughs>
0: But I mean He's right I mean what about Jeff Sessions Can he find something on these people To get rid of them
1: Can he or you know, will you he have
0: Frankin, You have Look, Co-
1: I was a Trump delegate I voted Trump But I don't understand why Trump didn't honor his pledge to the voters to lock her up, meaning Hillary. Um, He then said that he wasn't going to pursue Hillary. Sessions can't find his butt with both hands when it comes to arresting Hillary. So, after being investigated through the nose and all nine sinus cavities for his Russian connections, you'd think that Trump would wake up and smell the coffee and say, okay, um, it's time to have special prosecutors uh, so, dedicated yeah. to the Obamunists and the Clintonistas.
0: But, and what about got Giuliani?
1: Giuliani, no. Chris Christie. Yeah, we got them. We got lots of them. Yeah. Yeah. But, exactly.
0: To start going after them. So, so what happened in this campaign? It just fell through, or they don't have enough information? special prosecutors were
1: dedicated to the Clinton and the Obama Obama, um, administration and all the illegal acts that they did, it's called draining the swamp. I think that each special prosecutor could easily indict over 1,000 people when it comes to the Obama and the Clinton crime cartels. Let's look at... uh, What the Clintons did. President Bill Clinton gave North Korea two nuclear reactors and $5 billion in cash. So he paid for the atomic bombs they're now threatening us with. He also licensed the Red Chinese to have the GPS uh, intercontinental ballistic missile guidance systems. I mean, these guys can't do enough for the communists. It was Bill Clinton that normalized relations and exchanged ambassadors with Vietnam. And yet, there's a company called the Lippo Group Incorporated out of um, Indonesia, if I remember right, that is half owned by the Red Chinese. And they specialize in a clean burning coal, the only competition of which is mined in the state of Utah. So Clinton slaps a federal monument over like two-thirds of the entire state of Utah on top of the clean uh, coal mines so that the coal could not be mined out of a federal monument so that the Lippo Group could have a world monopoly on the clean-burning coal. And, of course, the Lippo Group is on his list of contributors. I think they contributed well over a million dollars to his presidential campaign. So there's been pay-for-play there has been pay for play Hillary has been named in the press for so many felonies I lost count of. She's been uh, uh, charged by Egyptian lawyers with uh, uh, murder and terrorism and crimes against humanity with respect to the Muslim Brotherhood uprising in Egypt and the crimes against humanity after the Kosovo uh, War where the Serbs were using rape as a tool of war to induce women to leave the county that were Muslim. So they were mass raping the women and teens. So the international community has enacted a crime against humanity to be rape. So when the Coptic Christian teens and women were being raped by the hundreds of thousands in Egypt and thousands of uh, Coptic Christian men and priests murdered, and churches burned and orphanages burned, anything that was Christian. Finally, the Egyptian military moved in and arrested President uh, Mohammed Morsi. Dr. Morsi had been the president of Egypt less than a year, but he was very warmly received by Obama, and um, Hillary Clinton was providing money directly to the Muslim Brotherhood in Egypt through the U.S. consulates millions of dollars in direct aid from hillary and that's why the egyptians filed the criminal complaints against obama and hillary for the paying for the uprising against the christians in egypt so that means if hillary or obama sets foot in any nation that has ratified the rome treaty that created the international criminal court at the Hague, they can be arrested to stand trial for crimes against humanity.
2: How about, so we've how about got the Haiti? How, how about yes. the Haiti? Uh, the the, the, the oh, money yeah, that the, was the stolen from yeah, the they, Haiti fraud.
1: They yeah, they they raised all that money for the Haiti victims, and only a pittance actually got spent there for it. Correct. Oh yeah. And there was another Clinton Foundation, by the way. Bill was operating another uh, tax-exempt charity that was for. Haiti, and it took in a bunch of money that you know, went into the black hole never got seen again. Incidentally, stealing from a charity is a state crime. And they have implicated their own daughter, Chelsea, by making her the vice chairman, and she gets paid 900000 a year. Right. And I think she's 28 or 29 hmm, years right. old, no longer a kid, and is very much indictable. They're using the uh, Clinton Foundation to launder money and to receive bribe money with respect to the Uranium One uh, sale of 20% of America's uranium to the Russians. I always thought it was amazing how I'll, the Clintons are selling the Russians major portion of America's uranium, while the Clintonistas in Congress are screaming for Trump's scalp for collaborating with the Russians. <laughs> so it's hypocrisy at right. a high level and they're good at it. We
0: just have to get better at it.
1: We need to clean up the mess. For instance, grand juries that have powers to investigate, when they start investigating courthouse or uh, official business corruption in office, I think it's difficult to use something like the FBI to investigate someone like Obama or Hillary. Because we've seen that the FBI can't find its butt with both hands with respect to, let's say, the Kennedy assassination or the Uranium One deal or the um, uh, Hillary Clinton emails. So I think that grand juries by law should be authorized to hire their own private detectives and swear them in as special agents to the grand jury with the power to make an arrest. We have to go outside of government agencies when we're agencies. All
0: right, It's unbelievable. Cisco.
2: Well, I I just think that that getting back to Jeff Session, I think Jeff Session, uh the Clintons have uh dirt on him. They have He's co opted. Yeah um, I, b- I believe
1: he's co opted, yes.
2: I think the majority of of politicians or individuals within the Washington elite...
1: Well, look what happened to the Chief Justice of the United States. When the Obamacare decision was in his lap, he surprised everybody by voting for Obamacare. Then it came later that he was threatened with the adoption of his uh, foreign-born child being irregular. So... Was
2: he Yeah, blackmail. yeah I, I think I think uh, a great number of politicians in Washington. I think the majority of them are basically they're they're compromised already. I mean, that's one of the reasons I thought Ted Cruz. They basically were going after the man, and they could not find. They had to, they had to create and invent things. You know, the Ted Cruz, the Mike Lees. Polls, very few politicians in Washington are clean. The majority of them are are, are compromised already.
1: Yes. So either through draining the swamp and going to jail or by term limits, which gets rid of them, thank God, we do need to drain the swamp and get rid of the mess in Washington, D.C. And there's as big a mess there today as there ever been.
2: Right, is there is, is there a yeah. uh, do you see Washington D.C. ever changing for the good for the better?
1: Not until we plug the holes in the Constitution and repeal some laws or enact some new ones. So, give me um, tell you what. If I ever get elected president of the United States, I promise to only run once, I want to make all my enemies in the first ninety days.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. You know
2: so that 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 must be a no. That's a no for now.
1: No, I said it is possible, but it would take plugging holes in the Constitution, such as adopting term limits, and also um, providing for um, an independent branch of government to enforce the Constitution, Mm -hmm. a a branch of the government whose special agents can arrest judges and vice presidents and senators or whatever and charge them with felonious um, um, extra-constitutional acts. They got that in Sweden, by the way. Mm-hmm. They got a constitutional provision, uh, protection police force in Sweden because they had some problems once upon a time. They solved them
2: well they 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 yes. have they have other problems now,
1: yes they do <laughs> well, all socialist countries got problems
2: <laughs> well, i think one of the biggest problems a lot of the northern countries the 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 swedens the norways the Den, denmarks is the the influx of uh, of of the, uh, the jihadists.
1: yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah that's true I everywhere mhm everywhere the um uh, the muslims arrive as refugees in short order, uh, rapes go up, all kinds of assaults are of the land, and they get people afraid to go to where they live, Mm
2: -hmm. and then
1: they adopt Sharia law and no-go zones where they are guests of that country and they act like they own it.
2: Correct. But Uh, as a humanitarian, if we're going to save their lives and take
1: them out of a war zone like Syria – I would say Denmark is the key country, and I say that because Denmark owns Greenland. So I think they ought to take right. all the refugees in Europe and pull them and put them in Northern Greenland.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah, they yes, get well, to go back yeah. anytime they want to. Yeah. But there's no beautiful blonde Nordic women to rape.
2: Yeah. Well, that's 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 one of the reasons why, as as Doreen was just mentioning, Poland, Hungary, Slovakia, those countries are basically going against the EU. As a matter of fact, there's yeah, they're uh, the saying EU, we don't the, want them. The, Yeah. exactly the EU is basically trying to punish them, uh, right. and and because as I tell as I mentioned to everyone, countries who are part of the European Union do do not have they do not control their own destiny. They're not sovereign countries. They're controlling... Exactly. They have by, yielded by sovereignty the
1: to the European Union. It's now, exactly if they were sovereign countries and simply had a trading alliance like a common market, maybe yeah. the with Britain's exit, with Slovakia and Poland, etc., they could form a common market. They all leave the European Union and let their control freaks in the European Union go bounce hand.
2: I mean, this whole scheme of a European Union it's both financial a financial deal because you got a whole bunch of bureaucrats and polycrats in 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 Brussels just telling every european every part every country in the european union what your budget is going to be what your yes. migration quotas are going to be yep and and and,
1: that's, and you don't need a passport a, to go from germany to france right
0: of course yeah Yeah, maybe those countries uh, are going, going to know, um, you know, get more power and, you know, if merge leave a leave the European West, like Union Hungary.
1: and they forge a um, uh, common market an alliance. with England. An alliance. Yeah, a military right. alliance and a um, common market. Economic That's alliance. Good. That is true.
0: Yeah, but the United States does the same thing. We've taken all those people, too, as well.
1: Yes, Obama did. You know, did. And,
0: and, and, you and know... And, and, and
1: President Trump had his travel ban orders uh, knocked down by the courts until it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and thank God we put Judge Gorsuch on the Supreme Court because suddenly we actually won. It's
0: true. Right. You know, but... We're hoping that, you know, I, I think Trump should get eight years, you know. I mean, I think he will get eight years, but who knows who's going to come in after that, and they might reverse everything. Well, that's well, I, I, you why know, I, America
1: I is the strongest country in the world, but it doesn't have a memory, because every four years we wipe the memory of the giant clean and get put a new one in the White House.
0: Well, I'm I'm
2: a I'm a I'm a bit optimistic. I think we're going to get sixteen years. Yeah, you're talking about that.
1: I, I would I would love to see yeah, that. Yeah,
2: exactly. But I but well, I i see think, you sixteen think,
1: and raise you thirty-two.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but my biggest my biggest my mm-hmm. biggest concern my biggest concern is that, um, the fact that we have individuals like McConnell. Like oh, yeah, uh, Ryan, all these individuals that keep getting reelected. I mean, when you when you when you hear about the polls, Congress, the lowest in history. What happens on election day? They get reelected again. Yeah. And, and people people are always asking me, oh, well, why did that happen? How come? Because, really, special interest groups are the ones that are actually reelecting these individuals. We're we're voting. But in the final, they're the ones who are providing the, the funding and the campaign. So don't
1: overlook that the TV networks are puppet masters and the politicians yes. dance to being puffed or uh, attacked by the press. Right. And under Obama, yes. it got to the point where the Obama White House was paying ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, mm-hmm. all the clowns that the president yeah. did want something reported or did want something reported, and they were paying them. And I'm contemplating filing a uh, complaint before the Federal Election Commission that the fact that Obama was paying the news uh, broadcasters, that should invoke uh, the jurisdiction of the Federal Election Commission because the news uh, broadcasters we're failing to say this has been a paid political announcement, and Obama did not say I approved this message. Right. And I think those are criminal offenses.
2: Oh. I mean, we we don't. You know, I mean, they, go ahead. Uh,
0: no, I was saying going to say most people are unaware, judge that that these these people have been paid. Google it. They just think that they're rolling the boat for. I mean I could see see that, you know, they're definitely all in the boat for, for Obama. But you talk to the average Schmo in the street, they have no no clue that these news people are paid. You know.
1: Yeah, well Doreen, let's let's say that Doreen and Reed are running each other from for the US Senate seat from Nita, the state of Nita, okay? Okay. And you're okay. the Republican, and I am the socialist slash communist, otherwise known as Democrat. Okay? <laughs> uh-huh. So we go to uh-huh. the newspaper in Nita that also owns the radio and the television station. And I pay that, well, I raise a billion dollars in my race. And I pay almost every nickel of it in news media in advertisements and in advertisements and stuff for newspapers, right? Well, you're not going to be outdone. You're going to go to the same bank account that received my money, the broadcaster and the newspapers, and give them your billion dollars. So both the Democrats and Republicans are lying in the pockets of the one media. Ever thought of it that way?
0: Hmm. Yeah, wow.
2: I mean, I have known that the pharmaceutical, the the the, the, the companies that advertise yes. in, in the mainstream media, they basically also influence, you know, certain politicians, and then the media basically goes with them because they're paying them to basically get, uh, push them in, in, in a certain direction. So voters who watch... And buy those products, they would say, "Oh, basically, we're going to go with that guy because right. hey, they're saying they're saying that he, he he's good for for the country." So, I mean, the the corporate interest in in media in the media is also very powerful too.
1: Oh yeah, well, we need to undo the corruption in the news media, and when it comes to publishing um, news media. We have a little bit more um, uh, influence from the government on print media because they publish um, legal ads. All the foreclosures and the letters testamentary and administration that are granted by the probate courts are advertised in the newspaper. And this is a big revenue source for the newspaper. So we have lots of state and federal laws saying that If you do something, you have to advertise in a newspaper of general circulation, is the phraseology seen in many statutes. So we need to define what is a newspaper of general circulation to not include propaganda, disinformation publications. So, in order to have that access to the revenue for legal ads, I would say that a publication would have to have two. Co Equal editors, and one would be Democrat and the other republican, and that'd be an end of the slanted news coverage right. or the no coverage
0: yeah well that's the way to do it because you have something more fair and balanced, but the new they don't do it like that they just.
1: Yeah, than I've been thinking about in order to be a newspaper mind. of general circulation qualified to uh, have legal ads, they should also be required to have an insert newspaper magazine, like in the Sunday paper. I call this 50-50 magazine. And as you look through the magazine, um, it's all from the political viewpoint of, say, the Democrats. But flip it open, over rather, and read it from the back forward. Every other page is printed upside so down. You understand? So if you read it one way, it promotes the Democrats. Read it the other way, it promotes the Republicans. Uh, right.
0: Yeah, I call uh, this
1: fifty-fifty magazine, like yeah, Parade magazine. Very interesting.
0: Yeah, but then but, you, but, but, you have to do the same for the education system too, because these college professors, they only hire liberal college professors. Yes. Yeah. So we have to do the same for that too, you know. And I don't true. know if there's anything in the EEOC that says um, you you can discri- there's we discrimination. We need to among the election laws teams. for the
1: school boards to say that. Well, this is how I would do it. I would have a Democrat and a Republican candidate for school board run in as running mates, and let's call that slate A and they're running against the candidates on Slate B. And lo and behold, the candidates on Slate B include one Democrat and one Republican, too. And people are instructed on the ballot to vote for one vote for either Slate A or Slate B, B, which automatically seats and keeps the school board equally divided between Democrats and Republicans. And that's how I'd also do the governing bodies of state universities and colleges, too. The governor appoints. Board of Governors, Board of Curators, whatever the name is of the governing body, from Slate A or Slate B. And one person on Slate A would be certified as its candidate by the Republican State Committee and from the Democrat State Committee. And the governor has to select two at a time, equally balanced. Right. Oh,
0: Okay, Judge, we're running out of time here. Um, Oh, we
1: we haven't had anybody call in.
0: No, I I know because I, I didn't. Um, I pushed it out and it went out kind of late, but it'll get a big bump when when they go and listen on on the um, podcast. Definitely, definitely. Um, so, but we'll definitely have you back.
1: Okay. I um, think so you only induced supposed- me to come on because I know some things.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. You are you. no. no I'm I telling enjoy- you, the
0: podcast rocks.
1: No, go
2: ahead. No. I I enjoy every time we have to judge, it is a pleasure and an honor.
1: They'll stick around, it gets better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they got to deal with me on a long term basis, and I'm able going to come at them from the grave because everything <laughs> okay. that I write is preserved for posterity. Got it.
0: Um, Cisco, Cisco, you want to do the closer?
2: Definitely, definitely. Well, as we are constantly bombarded with sexual harassment from all over, from the media, politicians, is this what we have come to? This, is this all that we're reporting, Is the media is reporting? Come on. There's so much more going on in Washington that's more important for the American people to know, and we're not hearing about it. This has to stop. Otherwise, we're heading towards a third world country. God bless America.
0: Absolutely.
1: God bless America. Yep,
0: and folks, we are out until next Wednesday. Thank
1: you and good All night. All right, Dorian, call me. Good
0: Yeah.